<laughs> I think I'm gonna move to California, you know, chase a, a big movie deal or something. Maybe I could be an actor, you know. Maybe play one of those gangsters or something like that. One in a million, a million, the one villain. Too hot to be in the kitchen. I'll end up melting the ceiling. I lived my entire life in LA, so I don't take my decision to leave lightly. Will I regret it? Will I miss it? I go back and forth on these thoughts all the time as I'm dealing with the stress of having to move my entire life somewhere else. In this video, I'm going to show you all the reasons why I'm leaving California and why you shouldn't move here. I'm going to be judging California by three categories. Cost of living, quality of life and opportunity. Starting with cost of living. If you're anything like me, a 29 year old millennial woman, you are obsessed with Zillow and you are obsessed with maybe one day owning your own home. That would be nice. Because I grew up in California, I grew up assuming that I will never be able to afford a home period. Partly because of all the articles I read while in college that brainwashed me into believing this until I realized. Apparently California is very expensive. California is like super duper expensive and like for the life of me, a lot of people go to California thinking that their dreams are going to come true and that they're going to be some amazing star or that they're going to get the opportunity of their life and get the dream job or they're going to become a part of the tech community. There are so many people who move to California and having these expectations and ultimately are let down. For California to be one of those uh, states that feel like they produce a lot of like liberal-minded people who think they got all the solutions, you come to find out that they don't have a lot figured out. And when majority of your population feels as if they won't even be able to own a home one day, that lets you know that something is fundamentally broken with the way they believe and how they craft their policies and legislation. And you hear it time and time again how people complain over and over and over and over again about how California is, especially when it comes to the cost of living. As the people writing these articles were also young, broke millennials who wanted to live in one of the most expensive cities in the country. That assumption was false then, but unfortunately it's become pretty true recently because of inflation. Even if you live an hour away from city center, a three-bedroom, two-bath house is most likely going to cost around $700,000 or more. The only way a young person is going to afford buying property in California is if you're willing to live pretty much in the middle of nowhere or you somehow strike it rich in big tech or Hollywood. This basically handicaps all young people because buying property is typically the first step to building wealth for a lot of people. So in order to live in California, you have to be basically one of three things. You were born here, you are rich, or you're willing to live paycheck to paycheck on what would be considered a pretty decent job anywhere else. It's funny, right? Because Aren't the Californians the people who talk the most about, like, uh, you know, equality and, you know, you know, the rich paying their fair share and all of this stuff, right? And yet their state literally is designed for the rich. It's designed for people with real money to be able to live, whereas average people like you and myself would not be able to properly survive in the same state that complains all the time about inequality. I just find that to be ironic. Else in the country. So because you can't afford a house, you're probably going to get yourself a one-bedroom apartment, right? After the pandemic, that typically costs anywhere between the $1,700 to $1,800 a month. Utilities will cost you anywhere <laughs> between $200 to $600 a month, depending on the city. Groceries for a small family is probably going to cost anywhere between $500 to $600 or more dollars per month, depending because inflation has made food practically double in price in the past few months. So in my opinion, you basically have to be making $2,400 a month to be living a pretty average lifestyle in LA. That's about $60,000. That is crazy. That's crazy. They're paying $500 to $600 a month for a small family to feed them. 
That's crazy. And they ain't even got a house. They don't even have their own land. They just trying to survive. How many young people are making that much money straight out of college? Out of all of my millennial friends who are basically in their 30s at this point, very few of them are actually making this much. And I haven't even talked about the cost of gas and the price of owning a car, because you have to own a car in LA. Everything is very spread out and it's the only way to get across town because public transportation is a nightmare. Gas is going to be an expensive weekly cost and it's only going to go up because for whatever reason, the people here keep voting for the gas tax. <laughs> <laughs> Talk for some reason because, bro, I, after I hear all of the stuff about California, I'd be just crazy to think that these people still continuously vote the same way over and over and over again. It's like, what is wrong? Like, is this Stockholm Syndrome? Or have they fallen in love with their captives or something? Like, I just don't get it. Because our government tricks them into thinking that all that money is going to go to fixing the roads and towards green energy. Except our roads aren't fixed and our green energy, I don't even know if it exists. Because we get rolling blackouts every single year. And insurance for your car is going to cost close to $2,000. On top of all of that, California... Insurance for a car is going to cost about two grand a month? A month? California has some of the highest state income tax in all of the country. I actually think it's the highest. And they're considering <laughs> doubling the state income tax. And that hurts my soul because when I was working at Disney, I was basically paying twenty-five dollars to $35,000 a year in income tax. That Yo, twenty dollars to $35,000 in income tax for her state. For her state. I don't pay that much in federal tax. That's crazy. And federal tax is usually higher than state tax. What? That's a whole person's salary. Doubling that makes it so, why would I even want to work? Why would anybody want to work at that point? For what? And if you're young, you might think what I used to think when I was young and naive. That taxes aren't all bad because we need them in order to help people that need help to fund green energy, to do things we normally <laughs> wouldn't have the money for. But let me tell you, young viewers, as I got older and slightly wiser, not by much enough. I felt lied to, especially by the Californian government. We were promised a lot of things, like our water scarcity to be fixed, like a fast bullet train, like the ones they have in Asia to bring us from LA to San Francisco in a few hours. We were promised our roads to be fixed and the homeless to be helped. None of that ever happened. And yet a third- <sighs> People, people, people. I don't know if I just had a gift, but I've never been this naive. I've never been naive enough. Look, I grew up in the projects. I know what it's like for the government to continuously pay to support somebody's whole lifestyle, even when that person no longer needs it. I've seen people gain the system. I've seen people take advantages in every loophole they can find to manipulate and get money out of the government. It's always been clear that whatever the government throws money into, there's no accountability. And, and once that thing proves to be a failure all they do is bring up new politicians who promise to fix it and half the time or most of the time they never fix it anyway like i just this has always been something that's just been clear to me that politicians will say whatever it is to get elected they will spend money on whatever they can and even if it fails there really is no accountability at the end of the day and one could say well you can vote them out but here's the thing about big democracy this here's the thing about having such a big broad 
federal government. You never really truly know who to blame because there are so many different hands that this money is passing through. So many different responsibilities is allocated to so many different people. At the end of the day, who is truly responsible on why these things never came to fruition? Right? It just always made sense to me. The, it's something called chaos theory. The more you add into an equation, the more chaotic the equation becomes. Look into chaos theory, and this is exactly our problem with the federal government. third of my income just went poof into thin air. And what I learned in my 20s are that people are incompetent. And the government are full of incompetent people who think they know how to handle your money better than you do. And now for quality of life. And you might be thinking, well, you pay all that money to live in beautiful weather, in a beautiful state where you can just drive to the beach and lay in the sand all day. Except the good weather is basically the only thing California has going for it in terms of quality <laughs> of life because of homelessness and crime and annual forest fires. The homelessness situation is out of control. I'm seeing homeless encampments in the suburban enclaves that typically the homeless should never have to live like this, right? Like when you have cities that are full with homeless people that are shipping wherever and however they can, this, this is a problem that you cannot overlook. This is something that is staring you right in the face. For people to be paying that much money in taxes, the homeless people should have much better options. There should be much more programs or whatever it is to help people, fellow Americans who are either suffering from mental health abuse, who are suffering from some kind of drug abuse or suffering from like some PTSD, a lot of veterans and people of that sort. Like you would think that we would, if, if people are going to spend that much money in federal, like spending that much money in state taxes, that they would actually be doing something for the homeless or about the homeless. But that doesn't even happen. This video is brought to you by Hobby Lobby Apparel. You can click the link in the description below or go to the link down at the bottom of the screen. Every time you shop, you support the show, but you also get to look fly at the same time. Whether you got pets, whether you got children, or you're looking for something yourself, Hobby Lobby Apparel has something for everybody. Now, Let's get into the video. We just don't have that problem. Theft is so common that people will tell you not to leave anything valuable in your car because it's going to get broken into. I would definitely advise not to go outside at night in certain areas unless you want to be one of the myriad of people that have had very, very awful things happen to them because they're not from here and they do that because why? For example, as someone who's familiar with the USC area, don't go outside at night. And even if you have a lot of money, you're still going to be living right next the homeless encampments. Why people in animation still choose to live here, I have no clue. There's also a really big possibility the big one will hit. And the big one is basically the giant earthquake that is going to come one day and take us all out. The food in LA used to be really good, but something about the pandemic and maybe inflation has really sucked the life and soul out of people. So they don't want to work anymore and you just might get food poisoning. And when you eat out, it's going to cost at least 15 to 20 dollars per person for something like a simple burger or something. For that much money, I should be getting better quality food, not worse than before. The thing is, if you're a Californian like me, you probably didn't notice it getting that bad. The only reason why I did is because I went traveling to places like Texas and Arizona where the food is like twice, three times as good. So like, Yeah, Texas got some good food, especially Dallas. I went to Dallas, Texas, and boy, I was blown away. Like, I really consider moving to Dallas, Texas. Like, I... I I was so impressed by the food and the culture and the environment and the vibe. It was just like amazing, right? And it's sad that like Texas, you don't pay nowhere near as much taxes as California does. And yet 
constantly you're not seeing any return for your investment. Taxes is an investment. I, I need everybody to understand this. Taxes are an, an investment. You shouldn't be investing in something when the results constantly, constantly never comes. Or when it doesn't, when it does come, it doesn't come in your favor, right? We pay taxes so that our government can function, so that they can provide certain services that we benefit from. If they if they take your taxes and they don't actually use your taxes to the benefit of the people, you're being robbed. That is a crime. That's a crime. It's a crime to Americans to take our tax dollars and for us to never see the fruition of our investment. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Half the cost for activities other than going to bars. It's very not fun to be going to anything like a music event, a sporting event, a gallery show, because the wait times are going to be crazy. It's going to be really, really, really expensive. Just to go to the beach now costs $20 just for parking these days. Bars are the exception because everyone just wants to drown their sorrows. But you're going to be paying at least $100 if you want to get lit because the drinks are lit. <laughs> so just to get to some of these places is going to be ridiculous. You're going to be spending more time in traffic than actually enjoying your life in california why are people moving to california i think it's a, it's a lie that's been so i think people believe the hype i really do and i might be biased because like i've never been one of those big city type of people like i'll go to the big city and then i'm like instantly ready to leave like i'm ready to like go back to the south like i don't like bumping shoulders with people when i walk down the street I have a hard time going into the grocery store and having to navigate around people. And this is something that's personal to me. I hate having to like move the buggy and maneuver around people if the, if the lane is crowded. I just don't like being crowded. And this might be something due to the fact that I was locked up from 15 to 20. So most of my development, I was like isolated and I didn't really like come into contact with a lot of people. And when I did start coming in contact with a lot of people, it became very like, um, uh, it, it, I don't know, it caused some kind of paranoia or something effect in me, and I just didn't like the way it felt. But, you know, you can get all of these things that California is offering in other places in America without all of the excess funds or the complicated traffic, the high taxes. And for the life of me, I just don't see why people stand there. And let's talk about the people. I watched a bunch of these Leaving California videos, and I've seen a lot of people talk about how fake and self-absorbed a lot of people here in California Anxiety. are. But that's typically right. being said by people who aren't from here like I am. I think Californians are actually one of the <laughs> realest, most down-to-earth. Yo, <laughs> yo, yo, that's every Walmart, right? Because um, I try to do pickup at Walmart. Walmart got pickup, and... I like to pull up and let them load my groceries so I can just go home instead of going to the grocery store and having to shop. Uh, but like even the pickup started getting flaky and like they wasn't doing pickup all the time. So I would have to like literally go in the store. But I'm like, as soon as I get in there, it's like, I need to hurry up and get out. I need to hurry up and get out. <laughs> if you're a homeless, you are better off living in hot states rather than cold states. The cold kills more homeless than the heat. True. That is true. That is definitely true. People I have ever met. Partly because they do have to live right next to Hollywood. Some people who call themselves Californians are actually transplants who work in Hollywood. Those are some of the most narcissistic psychos I have 
ever met in my entire life. And they come here from all over the country. But unfortunately for me, many of my friends who are normal have moved away or have lives of their own now. So I don't actually see them all that much on a daily basis. And because most of the other people here are transplants, there's no real sense of community. I thought I had one when I was working Hollywood, but these Hollywood types are only friends with you when it benefits them. The minute things get hard, these so-called friends are going to disappear. Just look at it. Yo, I, I do believe that females like have much of a higher requirement for friendship than men do. Um, and women tend to do better at like long-term friendships than men do. But there are men who are good at doing long-term friendships. But I think women on average tend to be better off making long-term friendships, uh, which is, I, I can understand why. Like women tend to support each other emotionally more than men support each other emotionally. Like I'm, I'm less likely to open up to a homeboy about what I'm going through at home versus my wife will probably open up more to her homegirl and they would support each other or talk about those type of things. And it seemed like, especially as a young woman, she wants that support system. She wants to feel like there are people she can like, you know, go out and have drinks with and somebody she can talk to, maybe not be her partner or whatever. And she's lacking that. I don't know how true this is, but uh, as far as the Hollywood narcissistic types, I could definitely believe her. The minute things get hard, these so-called friends are going to disappear. Just look at any Hollywood celebrity that has recently been canceled. Where are their friends? Most of the people I interact with on the day-to-day -day are strangers and the- Pickup is not extra charge. It's not extra charge. They, they charge you exactly what you would pay for going in the store. And even pickup is better because- uh, sometimes they give you like little like holiday bags and treats and stuff like that when you go to pick up. And sometimes like if they, if you order something and they don't have that one in stock, they'll either give you a different brand or a bigger, the bigger version of that at no extra charge. At least that's been my experience. <laughs> now, I don't know about the guy traveling across the U.S. homeless, et cetera. Fluffy men are far more trusting initially, but struggle to be vulnerable. Yep. True that. <laughs> the mental health of most people here isn't that great. People are angry, anxious, cranky, and prone to yelling at you for no apparent reason. For example, I've noticed a huge uptick in drunk drivers during the past two years. Every single time I come back from visiting another state, I'm a whole new person. And I just slowly see myself revert back to your typical angry Californian who has <laughs> no time to deal with any of your bullshit. Yo, when you live in a big city, this is why big cities tend to be more liberal, right? When you live in a big city, you have to you have to deal with people at a much higher level than you would if you stayed somewhere like in the suburbs or the countryside or whatever. So you're constantly brushing up against people all day, every day. Your disputes become their disputes. What they're doing wrong bothers you because you're in close contact with them at all times. So People get angry and frustrated easier because they're dealing with it all the time. Of course, they're going to be ruder. I mean, if you go to places like New York and stuff or you know, Boston or whatever, people are going to be like more like confrontational. People are going to hunk at you more. Like I never hit my horn for the most part when I'm driving. But if you go up to New York or someplace like that, people are probably going to hunk you a lot quicker and a lot faster, yell at you because people are frustrated. People are dealing with traffic. It's just a whole numerous amount of like conflict waiting to happen because people are just irritable. 
And I think that she's probably on the money with this one. Don't like the person I'm becoming just by being here. My friends and family were the last thing keeping me tied down to California. And even that is gone. Now for opportunity. It's kind of the reason why people move to LA. You see it in movies. <laughs> a young aspiring actress moves to LA and then gets discovered by a big Hollywood producer. What it's really like is you move here, you get a job in Target trying to make ends meet, and you wait around until someone finally notices you. But that day never Comes. And maybe one day you finally do make it, except you turn into an awful human being that treats other people like shit because you were treated like or shit. Or you never make it, but your pride is too hurt to go back home with your tail between your legs, so you just bum it in LA for as long as you can. And I've talked to so many Hollywood hopefuls that don't understand that Hollywood doesn't even pay that much compared to the cost of living that you have to have to have a halfway decent life here. When it's pretty difficult to get even an entry-level job in Hollywood, how much are you willing to put up with. That's why so many young people think happiness comes from like celebrity fame or like movie stardom or something like that. They feel like they got to be doing the biggest thing in order to be successful. People people don't like humble jobs. People don't like there's nothing wrong with being a plumber. There's nothing wrong with being a farmer. There's nothing wrong with being a truck driver. There's nothing wrong with being an electrician. And so many people are sold this lie that you have to go to college and you have to go off to the big city and chase this big dream in order to be successful. And it's a lie. And so many young people buy into that lie. And then when it's not what they expect it to be, they become bitter. And that's why you have so many people bitter and their dreams didn't work out for them. But instead of them blaming it on the decisions that they made, they blame society for the reason that they didn't be successful. And then they want to start passing legislation and laws in order to force other people to make sure that people like them can have a chance at success in life on what they measure success to be just to live paycheck to paycheck. And the saddest part, some people don't even understand that you don't even really get the status of being associated with Hollywood anymore. Because people are more impressed if you're a social media influencer in 2022 and saying that you were some PA for some TV show. And if it's wanting to work in a creative field that you're after, you can do that anywhere now with the invention of the internet. You can make your own creative project and make it wildly successful without having to bend over backwards, sell your soul to a bunch of industry games gatekeepers that will chew you up spit you out when you are no longer useful to them. So whenever I have anxiety that I might be making the wrong decision to leave California, I think about these things and I realize the California that I would miss is long gone and has already been gone for a really long time. If you were in my shoes, would you leave California? And maybe I've convinced you to move too. So to check out others. You know, uh, nah, I think I'm gonna move to California now. <laughs> I think I'm going to move to California, you know, chase a, a big movie deal or something. Maybe I could be an actor, you know, maybe play one of those gangsters or something like that, like a shaft or something like that. You know, maybe I could do it. Maybe it's in me. She's convinced me. I've been convinced. One in a million, a million, the one villain. Too hot to be in the kitchen. I'll end up melting the ceiling.